So again, if you've just joined me, this is the Daily Bible Reading Show.、Uh, we are looking at、uh, Song of Songs, Chapter Three. All night long on my bed, I looked for the one my heart loves. I looked for him, but did not find him. I will get up now and go about the city, through its streets and squares. I will search for the one my heart loves. So I looked for him, but did not find him. The watchmen found me as they made their rounds in the city. Have you seen the one my heart loves? Scarcely had I passed them when I found the one my heart loves. I held him, and would not let him go, till I had brought him to my mother's house, to the room of the one who conceived me. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you. By the gazelles and by the does of the field, <clears throat> do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Who is this coming up from the wilderness like a column of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and incense, made from all the spices of the merchant? Look, it's Solomon's carriage, escorted by sixty warriors, the noblest of Israel. All of them wearing the sword, all experienced in battle, each with his sword at his side, prepared for the terrors of the night. King Solomon made for himself the carriage. He made it of wood from Lebanon. Its posts he made of silver. Its base of gold. Its seat was upholstered with purple. Its interior inlaid with love. Daughters of Jerusalem, come out. And look, you daughters of Zion, look on King Solomon wearing a crown—the crown with which his mother crowned him on the day of his wedding, the day his heart rejoiced. And that's the reading.、Um, what what do I get from this?、Um, there are obviously two parts of this. One bit is this. <clears throat> This woman singing this song, hence the Song of Songs is a series of songs. But in the first bit, verses one、uh, to five,、um, yeah, one to five, she is searching for the one she loves, and she finds him.、Uh, but verses six to ten, the second half, is a description of King Solomon, presumably the one whom she loves, the one she is longing for, and there are parallels between the first and the second half. We see it just you know, verse four.、Um, she wants to bring him to his to her mother's house, and verse ten, King Solomon is wearing the crown which his mother crowned him.、Uh, so both reference their mother,、um, and、uh, in verse five,、uh, in the first section at the end of the first section,、uh, she references the daughters of Jerusalem. And it ends as well with the daughters of Jerusalem in verse ten. So, almost as if、uh, to like this audience, she's singing to her buddies, her girlfriends. Hey, your girlfriend! You know, she's singing to them, and almost、um, telling them something, sharing sharing with them something in her heart. Maybe even teaching them something from the lessons of the heart that she is experiencing now. 
Well, that's just describing. Uh, but but then, of course, the most obvious thing is this lover. You know, she's looking for this lover, and this lover turns out to be King Solomon. This very impressive king who has this entourage. You know, his sixty warriors in verse seven. So let's go through this again. Uh, section one and section two. Se section one is this yearning, this search, the whole, the whole song. You know, her whole every verse is about her yearning and waiting and longing for her lover, who turns out to be her future husband. So all night long on my bed, I looked for the one my heart loves. I looked for him, but not did not find him. And that's interesting. You know, it's a search for someone that um, that that's slightly frustrating because she hasn't found this love. And so um, also interesting is all night long on my bed. So maybe this is something that she's dreaming about. So it's not that she's all night long, she's gone out into the streets looking for this person, but she's longing for in her heart, in her mind, maybe even in her dreams for this love. And I wonder if that connects uh, with our experiences. You know, um, when you think of um, love, you think of a person, when you think of that person, you think of, uh, it might even be imaginary, you know, you're longing for a company, a life partner, and during those moments when you feel maybe alone, you know, all night long on my bed. And so she decides to take action, verse two, I will get up now and go into the city through its streets and squares, I will search for the one my heart loves. So I looked for him, but did not find him. Interesting, you know, um, does she already know this person? I guess, I guess so. Um, or is this kind of like a parable, you know, th that again, that search, that yearning for love and maybe that fruitless search, you know, you're, you may be, the idea of going through the streets is like going through life and looking for that life partner, but not exactly finding that person. You still yearn for that person, still long for that person, but you don't find him. Verse three, the watchmen found me as they made their rounds in the city. Have you seen the one my heart loves? I assume that this is what she's saying to the watchman. Have you seen him? Have you seen him? And so she's, I don't know, maybe these are the equivalent of like, again, if this is a parable for life, maybe these are uh, watchmen, people who stand guard over the city. Maybe these are like the matchmakers, <laughs> the people who kind of like know everyone and know everything in the city. So she goes to them, you know, have you seen the one that I'm looking for? Kind of like, you know, if you're in an Asian culture, you go to the anti-matchmaker, you know, have you found someone who's a suitable life partner? Maybe. Verse four, scarcely had I passed them when I found the one my heart loves. I held him and would not let him go till I had brought him to my mother's house, to the room of the one who conceived me. And that's strange. You know, she once she finds this life partner she's been searching for maybe all her life, you know, all with all of her heart, and she won't let him go until she brings him to her mom's house and actually even in her mom's bedroom the room where she was conceived and maybe this is a cultural thing you know you get married and you go back to your mom's uh, house or you maybe she's assuming um 
maybe maybe you know maybe she see her sees her mom as that model for love you know she you know that stability of having grown in a family of um the mom and dad you know really love each other and you want to have that same uh kind of love that same kind of relationship with your future husband uh and the reason why i say husband is because again that connection with the second part you know king solomon uh wearing the crown which his mother crowned him on the day of his wedding so i think um she is uh wanting to bring this person she's found back home but uh, back home as a husband back home in this permanent relationship and it's not just for a one night stand i don't think that's it because you know one night stand you don't bring him to your parents house <laughs> that's really really strange oh mom here this is this is the guy i just met you're going to have one i don't think i don't think you can say that in a in church <laughs> verse 5 then she speaks to her girlfriends girlfriends daughters of jerusalem i charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires and we find this phrase again and again in the um song of songs you know this this kind of like very wise uh, advice about love and not awakening it before time you know that um you know uh, there's an appropriateness to waiting in other words hence do not awaken until it so desires so there's an appropriateness to this waiting and maybe even searching and maybe even longing until you find the one for whom you can actually pour out that love and have that right relationship that healthy and really full loving relationship with that life partner with your husband with your wife and so uh, i guess she's giving that advice uh she's speaking first of all from that experience of having searched for love searched for even marriage searched for that life partner all her life and finding that person and having that satisfaction of having you know having consummating that relationship uh again i have basis for saying this in a mother's house <laughs> consummating a relationship and saying and then turning to a girlfriend and you know learn from me you know this is a situation that is burning in me it's it's real and it's very raw but there is a sense in which you should wait and there's a timing that it's that's just right when you've waited and you found the one and then you're able to fulfill that love relationship with the one that you found so yeah so that's the first half of verses 1 uh, to 5 of chapter 3 let's look at the second half so king solomon but she doesn't know it's king solomon initially because she, because she says who's this who's this verse 6 who is this coming up from the wilderness like a column of smoke a uh, perfumed with myrrh and incense made from all the spices of the merchant so she doesn't see him but she sees smoke column of smoke what's what's that all about is it like fire is it like in the desert of exodus you know the column of of smoke that god traveled together with his people and there are overtones of that you know maybe this is a picture of god's relationship with his people maybe but then she talks about this myrrh and incense this perfume she could smell him before he arrived and so i guess it's talking about um being able to sense this person you know uh she's drawn to this person who is this person but then at the same time she's able to sense him through her 
smell, sense of smell, you know, perfumed with myrrh and incense, the spice, expensive perfume, you know, I don't know what expensive perfume is, is it? Um, I, I don't know what, <laughs> Dior, uh, maybe some, some fragrance. I, I can only think of uh, Parks and Recreation, you know, um, Dennis Feinstein's um, perfume. I can't remember what it was called, but that wasn't expensive and that wasn't very good. But anyway, it, it's some kind of fragrance uh, that she goes, oh, who is it? Oh, oh it's that guy. And, he, and finally, when she looks, she, did, she finds out that it's Solomon. Look, or rather it's Solomon's carriage. She, did, she doesn't actually see him yet. Look, it's Solomon's carriage, escorted by 60 warriors, the noblest of Israel, all of them wearing the sword, all experienced in battle, each with his sword at his side, prepared for the terrors of the night. So actually, actually, you know what? Uh, we don't actually find out or actually look at Solomon right until the end. You know, verses 6, 7, 8, 9, and even 10, it's all describing the things around Solomon. So you, you don't actually find out that it's Solomon until verse 11, look on King Solomon wearing a crown. And even then it's describing his crown. So actually it doesn't even describe him, but all the things around him. So verse 7, it describes his carriage. Um, I think elsewhere is described like his seat or something, something he sits on. And then all of, and he's surrounded by 60 uh, guardsmen, warriors, noblest of Israel, and they all have swords with them. And then verse 9 again goes back to his carriage. He made it himself out of wood from Lebanon, and there's silver and it's gold, and there's purple upholstery, and it's inlaid with love. Um, I don't know. I have I have to wonder because uh, this is Song of Songs, whether this is kind of a euphemism for something, I don't know. Is it, is it really a carriage, in other words? Uh, but I'm going to assume uh, for now that it is a carriage, that it is, it is the king. And it's kind of like, you know, if I were to ask you, how do you know that um, the president is coming to town? And you say, oh, yeah, you, know, you look at him, you know, that's the president, right? You've seen pictures of him. But even before you see the president, you see, like, maybe his entourage, you see, um, what's the car? What is the car called? Air Force One is the name of the airplane, but the car that he's in, Car Force One, whatever, you know, he's limousine. <laughs> you know, the, the car that he's always traveling in with, with, the, with, the, with the secret agents, with the things in their ears and all the black suits. You know, you see them. So that's how you know that's the president. Or the other day, you know, when we watched on TV, um, the memorial, the funeral for Prince Philip, when you saw all the guards and you saw... Um, uh, yeah, all the guards of horses, and you saw uh, the archbishop there. Said, "Oh wow, this is a dignitary. This is someone really, really important." And I guess it's similar then to recognizing that this really is the king, just by looking at who is around the king. Now, I'm not sure yet what that means, but that seems at least evident. You know, it's describing what accompanies the king. How do you know it really is the king? You know, what makes the king the king? And it's his, you know, kingly presence, I guess. So finally, when, he, when she does um, describe a king, she talks to the daughters of Jerusalem, verse 10. Daughters of Jerusalem, come out, come out, have a look. Look, you daughters of Zion. Look on King Solomon 
wearing a crown, the crown in which his mother crowned him, on the day of his wedding, the day his heart rejoiced. So what's this describing? Maybe, maybe the reason why there is all this entourage is because it's not just that he's a king, but he's a king on his wedding day. Maybe that that could be it. You know, it's describing um, this joyful celebration, the day his heart rejoiced. Maybe that's it, and maybe that's why she's calling out on all her girlfriends to come and see to see you know see this amazing celebration, this pomp and splendor with all the guards again with his carriage. That this is a king come to claim his bride. Now. I wonder. I wonder again if this is a euphemism, if this might not actually be the wedding situation, but maybe she is imagining this again. It begins, you know, I'm on my bed. I look for the one my heart loves, and if so, then she's almost calling on her girlfriends to imagine, you know, how good it is, how amazing it is, to wait for the day when your husband comes and claims you, and you're able to. To celebrate this day together as husband and wife, I wonder. I wonder if it's that, and for her, maybe if she is looking forward to this marriage with King Solomon, which I think there there might be reason for that. She's saying, you know, how good it is for me to wait for that day as well. Even though he's the king, even though he has his entourage, you know, I look forward to the day when I am in union with this king as his bride. And there's a kind of fullness again to this picture. It's not just that this king is impressive, but this king comes to be her husband. This king rejoices in, on his wedding day. So this crown is the crown that his mother crowned him. You know,、um, Bathsheba. Yeah. So、um, that's right, right? <laughs> yeah, crowned him, and and so、um, it's. It's it's one、um, that's special to him. Maybe maybe it's、uh, maybe it's the one who gave him that that position, that crown, and so he is coming in that stature and that position to make her his queen. You know, she is the queen now. So her mother was a queen. His mother was a queen, but now she is the queen in his heart. Maybe maybe that maybe that's that's the point. That now she is the one who is, you know, the greatest love in his life. In that sense, is that is that is that,、um, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe even more. I mean, there's that just that one phrase, verse ten, interior inlaid with love. So I think that says to me that this isn't just a carriage that's come that transports the king, but a carriage that's come to、uh, transport the king. To his bride on his wedding day, yeah. So for what it's worth, that's that's my first impressions of <laughs>、um, Song of Songs chapter three about this longing of love. But it ends with this fulfillment in marriage. That that's what I would describe this chapter as teaching us. You know, almost wait and long for it, and there is a frustration for it. You're looking for it, and there are times in which you can't find it. But when you do, you know it always ends with the one you love, but in that fullness and rightness of relationship in this union together. And、uh, for this person, it might literally be 
King Solomon. But I think the reason, the way in which he calls daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, she's speaking to them. Imagine how good it is for you when your husband comes to take you as his bride. And so she says, you know, wait for that moment to experience that fullness of that love. And don't, don't, don't try to preempt that. You know, look forward to that, long for that, and wait for that. And when it does come, you'll be just as joyful, just as full, just as wonderful as this picture that she's painting for them. Yeah, how's that? Okay, let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for this picture of this wonderful union in marriage and love that we see in Song of Songs chapter 3. Thank you um, that we have this in Christ. Uh, thank you that he longs for us as his bride. But thank you as well for those who look forward to an earthly union with a, with a husband, with a, with a wife, with a spouse. And we pray, Lord, for that patience, for that longing, until that fulfillment that comes on that day when you're able to come together and able to celebrate together this love in you. So um, thank you for this word again. I think it's just so instructive, so encouraging, and so heartwarming, especially in a day and age when you know we can be cynical about love, cynical about waiting, and we all want things immediately, instantly. But this call to patient waiting for love and this promise that it will be fulfilled uh, all the more in Christ, all the more in, in you, um, just makes us realize this, that our existence, you know, our whole longing for love, that's, that's there because you've put it there. You, you're calling us to this patient longing and this waiting for you. So thank you for that. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Thanks for watching. Uh, have a good day. Um, see you tomorrow. Bye.